As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. podcast on the athletic network it's monday october 10th 2022 happy thanksgiving day to all of our canadian friends and family i'm j.e skeets here in the classic factory alongside me as always we got tas Mellis. podcast listeners this is for you next to him it's the bearded one my top shot hot boy trey kirby hey oh and over yonder making the magic happen jd hello there he is and here we are today's show officially tips off season four of no dunks at the athletic and our 18th consecutive NBA season of podcasting. This show can legally vote. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> it is. It is. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the stream team for joining us live on YouTube. You know what's crazier? There's been fans that have been watching all 18 seasons. Don't believe it. That's nuts. That's Don't nuts. believe it. Yeah, I love to see a message about like I started watching in high school and now I got kids. That's pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah. Um, Vote for Stacey we love Abrams. It. There you go. Uh, make sure you subscribe, like, comment, share the show here. Help us get those numbers up, especially on YouTube. Uh, get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. We are working on some, some new gear. It's coming down the pipeline, so keep your eye out for that. Finally, don't be shy when it comes to questions and comments. Drop us an email, nodunks.theathletic.com. Hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. At No Dunks Inc. I guess TikTok as well. We're talking. Can you talk to people on the talk? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you yeah. can respond to a comment, like make a whole nother video <laughs> oh, about geez. it. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's stories on TikTok. Okay. They're yeah. starting to rip off Be Real now, so you have to do like an instant photo or a video of whatever you're doing. I haven't signed us up for notifications yet, but sometime <laughs> it's going to happen while we're in the middle of the show. We'll be like, sorry, we got to take a pause here. Take a Bloop. Oh, look at these guys making a classic. Okay. All right. Well, holler at us across all these social media mm-hmm. channels. Sound off in the comments, uh, either in the stream team, of course, or below the video. We're going to start our 2022-23 NBA season preview by tackling the burning questions. JD hitting us with that sick new fire intro. <laughs> How long that take you, JD? Uh, longer than I thought it would. <laughs> That's for goddamn sure. But uh, totally worth it. Very cheesy, but you know, it's burning <laughs> it's questions. Burning what questions. are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is what we do before to get started for every season. Uh, as usual, this will be a, a five-part series. So we'll have new questions, new shows all week long. Uh, So make sure you subscribe to No Dunks wherever you watch or listen. Should we just get to the first question? Sure. Let's be real about it. <laughs> First question, where's Lee? No, okay. oh, we talked about that on Friday. Uh, who wins the Western Conference? And uh, we did some last-minute uh, swapping of questions because I think it was a good one to start with what just happened with the Golden State Warriors and the Draymond Green-Jordan Poole altercation. Uh, we haven't had a chance to break that down yet. No. So, yeah, where do the Warriors uh, you know, fall into this winning the Western Conference with all that happened is uh, maybe a spot to start. Yeah, I just looked at my Twitter mentions and somebody said, I'm just catching up on no dunks and Tas Mellis said the Warriors are a lock for the over because the vibes are immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. We did that a week ago. Still taking them for the over. I, I think they wow. will overcome this. I, I do have a couple quick questions about the Draymond thing. Sure. Regardless, of, like aside from the punch, the actual physical altercation, 
the two questions are, what is the organization going to do right now? And will this hurt Draymond in the pocketbook? Because I am surprised sure. the Warriors are just kind of sweeping this under the rug to some degree that there's no suspension being handed down. I think that should be happening. I say sweeping this under the rug because they just keep talking about how how did this thing get out? And uh, Steve Kerr brings up that I've seen in my basketball days 20 fist fights right. you know they're 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 kind of yeah you know massaging it and to me that's why i think that uh, draymond isn't going to get hurt in the pocketbook because of this incident if he's not playing well then there's that chance mm-hmm. uh, there, there's that possibility that he gets hurt in the pocketbook because he's 32 he's going to get paid until he's 34 with this player option that would reduce his pay but i just think that they're really just going forward with draymond he's going to get this time off totally understandable but i think they should be suspending him i think they should like be sending many, a message you don't, to think, the... you don't think the time off is a secret suspension they're giving him the chance to say i'm taking a break here when yeah. really they're like you need to take a break here well I, I think they should be saying to the league this isn't cool they should be saying to everybody watching every kid watching that you can't be punching somebody in the face i think that's yeah that's the message draymond yeah whether it's him or, or the secret suspension i like i just mean more of a what do you think just a message fair? to the freaking league. Any, anything, anything, I think, is something. A game, three games, yeah, five games. Yeah, I think anything is just something anything. to me. Yeah, that's that's the weird part for me. And I know everybody thinks that this is going to get hurt, hurt him in the pocketbook, but I honestly don't. I, I think the way they're handling it right now, they, they he's part of the brotherhood, and I know they're the vibes are, are less immaculate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that has been a reduction in immaculation, but uh, uh, I, I think they're going to be – I think they're fine. They're, they've got their leaders leading, and I think they're going to – they're going to put this behind them. Did mm-hmm. you see Jordan Poole last night? Balling. Uh, things, things are okay with this team. I'm still taking them for the okay. over. And okay. I still think that they're going to be the best team in the West. Which is funny. I mean, Draymond's going to be out there. They're going to have their whole crew. they got these, these young vibes as well. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be all right. What do you think of uh, the Green Pool altercation and then how this how it does or doesn't uh, affect the Warriors? Uh, I think the Warriors were definitely trying to sweep it underneath the rug, and maybe they are a little bit still with uh, Draymond being the one saying he's taking some time off, but the video was obviously worse than anybody anticipated, including the other Warriors who were out on the court just going through drills and didn't really pay attention to what was happening. They saw this, and they're like, wow. He basically hunted him down to jack him in the face, kind of baited him into, uh, baited Poole into pushing him in the first place, so... It looks bad, but um, I'm with Tass. You would rather have this happen before the season even starts than in the middle of the season. I think they will overcome it in the long run. As for Draymond's pocketbook, maybe he'll get a fine from the team or from the league at some point. But the Warriors are always going to pay him more than basically any other team would because he's so important to them and he's such a mainstay mm. of their culture and their championship uh, legacy there. So, Wouldn't I don't know. Maybe is there an some- overpay for somebody else out there? I I, I hear what you're saying, but I could see somebody like a Nick saying, "That's our guy," you know, sure, for a lot sure, of money. Yeah. But he's but uh, I, well. I don't know. Most uh, most Warriors that leave the Warriors and leave Steph Curry don't look quite as good as they do when they're playing alongside him, which I think will 100% be the case for Draymond. Maybe mm-hmm. the Lakers uh, would do something as well. Yeah. They're another team you've seen bandied around. He would obviously fit there. But at that point, to me, that's Draymond chasing another championship. He probably accepts a discount in that situation. So I don't know. To me, the Warriors would pay him the most. Maybe it cost him a couple million dollars on a deal, but I think they'll still sign him to a huge contract when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Green, by the way, he did, he apologized to Poole. He apologized to Poole's family. He apologized to the Warriors team and organization, uh, his own family. I'm, I don't know how much you saw of him, you know, talking to the, to the media. It, Sounded sincere, I, I will admit. It did. Um, he was like, he wasn't like, oh, it's not that bad and stuff like that. And maybe a part of it, you see the video and he, even he, I think, was like, oh, geez, I didn't even know it was that bad. I mean, he like snapped. He literally yeah. snapped. Or you can you can sort of interpret that as it looks worse than it was, is, is, is what he was sort of implying as well. I mean, he clocked him. Hands down on pool. It looked horrible. I mean, he clocked him and then caught him. I mean, it's almost like he, like, punched his teammate and then, yeah. I thought the wall caught him. Well, yeah. I mean, it was was sort of against the wall. And and you got cool assistant coach Ron Adams just looking at it like he's looking at somebody making his sandwich at a subway. Just like, of course, pool had his hands down. He wasn't ready for a fight. No. Like, this wasn't a, hey, let's let's have some fisticuffs here. Poole just shoved him, thinking this would be a normal yeah. basketball yeah. shove, and he got hammered. 
uh, yeah, they're lucky that nothing's broken on Poole's yes, face. Yes, very, very true, and that uh, he's okay. And and uh, we haven't really heard from him yet, yet. Jordan Poole, just on the court. Yeah, he's talking. So yeah, no problem. Um, so maybe that's a big part of this equation too. Like, I think if Poole, it's how he handles it is a big part of it. Whether you believe it should be or not, that's another question. But like, if he's like, okay, you know, things were said, of course. That's fine. That shouldn't mean you get punched in the face. But if Poole is quick to let it go, so to speak, then it's easier as a, for the team, I would assume, to move on. Then if he wanted, and rightfully so, again, to make it a bigger deal, hell, you could even get into, like, can you <laughs> press charges and stuff like that? I don't think that's happening. And I'm sort of with no. you that I, <laughs> I'm not... It's weird to say I am not that concerned about the Warriors once they get on the floor if everybody's there. Maybe I'm being naive, because some people are like, how no, do you, not. you don't no. think so? It's because some people are like, how? It's the preseason. It's fine. Yeah, but. I think Draymond would be suspended if the Warriors were not defending world champions and ring night was opening night. They probably would suspend him right away. That would do more damage probably to the team than the fight actually did. They're going to start the season. They're going to be 20 and five and we'll be laughing <laughs> at this happening okay. in the preseason. Okay. Maybe that will be the case. He's He's got obviously two gain back some respect and trust and, and, and his reputation. But it's he's always doing that. I mean, he's literally on the roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, so And he's got a couple of years to do it and he's signed. It's yeah, I understand the worry yeah, at the beginning of the season, I guess, but I don't know. It's just, it just seems like they're they've got his back, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I guess so. To, um, to some degree. Well, let's show you the odds for winning the Western Conference, JD. I think you have it, and uh, the Clippers are actually the favorites. Shocking, according to Bet MGM, uh, plus two seventy five to win the West. There it is. The Warriors coming in second, plus three twenty five, and then the Suns plus three fifty, and then a bit of a drop off to the other teams: uh, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Mavs, Wolves, Lakers, Pelicans. Um, but you were saying that you think you said you're going to bet the over on the Warriors. You're going to stick with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do you have them still winning the number one seed, or were you looking at more like in a playoff series? I think you know, fully healthy, they well, would go to the to the finals again. I, I understand why the Warriors have dropped to number two in terms of the odds because of this Draymond Green mm-hmm. incident. People are down, but the Clippers in the number one spot for the number one seed, as we talked about on the over unders, it just that's not a Clippers thing. Mm-hmm. They're going to chill. They have 15 back-to-backs. That means Kawhi sitting for 15 games. Uh, the number one seed for a, a, a Clippers team is odd. I, I still think the, the Warriors should be the bet if you're if you're looking for the best team to finish because they have the best team. And, and I do think Draymond's going to come back and, and fit in seamlessly. Obviously, you can take the Suns. I like that little Nuggets play, though. That seems to be a good one. I think mm. that's, that's juicy. Well, 100%. That's the best bet on the board. Nuggets plus 650 uh, to finish with the one seed in the Western Conference. Uh, that's the question for me when you talk about winning the West. Do you mean one seed or do you mean going yeah. to the finals? I like I how this the Warriors specifies. will go to the finals, but the Nuggets will have the one seed uh, in the Western Conference. I think they're going to be a regular season wins machine. Michael Porter Jr. looked good. Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray is finally back. Jokic is obviously one of the top two or three guys in the NBA right now. They are going to rack up wins. But I think the Warriors would probably beat him in a seven-game series because it's going to be tough to stop Steph Curry when it comes down to it. So I got two answers. I got the Nug- I got the Nuggets to win the West, and I got the Warriors to win the West. <laughs> you said we've been doing this for 18 seasons. I still don't know what who wins the West means. <laughs> yeah, Preseason? That's why I ask it that way. We go back and forth. <laughs> yep. I think we've done it a billion times. <laughs> uh, but... You know, as far as these odds go, it's the number one seed. So thank you for specifying. Yeah, the Nuggets is a good value play for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jokic is going to make everybody look so good around him. I think we're finally going to appreciate Jokic (laughs) at another level. I know he's won two MVPs. (laughs) I had people tweeting that to me as well. You're saying that people don't appreciate Jokic. I I, I don't think they do for how good he is. He did it. He did what he did last year without Jamal Murray, without without another ball handler who could really really create. No disrespect to Monte Morris, but mm-hmm. that they they now have yeah uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get into even some some more depth guys that they have on this team a little bit later with the under the radar picks, but yeah Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Hello, uh, th- this is a good play for the number one seed. I, I agree. I, I do think the Warriors are the absolute favorites, and I don't like that Clippers line. Mm. I don't think a, a Kawhi led team has ever been a number one seed. Um, happened when he was obviously on the Spurs back in the day, but that was him coming up uh, into his own. But as a, as the superstar on a team, and a lot of it, yeah, because he misses a lot of time, I, I don't think he's ever had the number one seed. Um, somebody can fact check me on that, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that's right. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, a playoff favorite, if you're looking at that roster, the Clippers are, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
my final question with Draymond, because okay. you said ring night. Yeah, well, sorry, I want to go back I to that really no quickly. Problem. What's going to happen on ring night? Are the fans, like, are fans going to cheer him? Yeah. Will oh, he yeah. be booed? Definitely. You think, so? no doubt. Once they see that banner up yep. in the rafters, they're going to be cheering 100%. I don't think it's even a question. Okay. Okay. You, you agree with this, Tess? I think so. <laughs> sorry, thirsty. sorry, JD. I got caught. <laughs> I haven't drank a lot of water today. I was uh, preparing for uh, an advertisement. We've got an advertisement a little later in the show that involves a, a liquid beverage, but I was told uh, as I got in here that it wasn't my 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 turn for that ad read. Okay. So I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not giving them extra play right now. That's why I call it a liquid beverage. Anyways, yeah, my I'm a little parched. Okay, that's uh, so as you hear my water splash into back into my vessel here, I will say that uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's not gonna be booze. Zero booze. Maybe some people will uh, withdraw their cheers, <laughs> but no, I don't I'll think back a cheer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't think so. Maybe, okay. maybe you'll get a bigger pop for Jordan Poole than for Draymond well, mean, Green. Yeah. That could happen, but yeah. I don't think you're going to hear booze on ring night. <laughs> okay, and then one final question. Uh, do you think? That was, no, that was the final question. No, no. Do you think uh, the the two of them being involved in this? Of course, Draymond punching Jordan Poole. Do you think it had anything to do? with contract situations and both of these guys looking for big paydays here and like, hey, you know, the idea of like pool taking my money type of thing or is that the media trying to make a story out of that? I don't think so okay. at all. Okay. I do. You do? To- totally. Yes. I think it's a huge factor. Uh, I, I mean, contracts and money is a big thing that people fight over mm-hmm. and everybody on the teams and everybody in the leagues knows what the other players are making and yeah. what the front office is thinking. Draymond has come into this season saying, I'm probably not getting an extension, knowing Jordan Poole is probably getting an extension. I think yeah. it's definitely a factor. Yeah, we have a week to find out if Poole's getting that extension before uh, the 17th here. And, uh, yeah, we'll see if he gets that Tyler Hero-type money, which a lot of people expect. Uh, yeah, I just think the Warriors pay everybody in general, and Draymond's going to be 34 at the end of this contract. He's going to get a lot of money, I think, either way. So I don't think Poole's going to be taking his money. Poole should be fighting Wiggins. I mean, that that's a there's, a, there's another guy who's going to, whose money expires at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the only guy that is done in 2023, Andrew Wiggins, uh, that I'm referring to. So that that's, to me, where more Poole's money will go. That's the pool that he should that's be uh, fighting money. over for. Yeah. But, yeah, they're going to pay him all, I think. What about when Clay Thompson becomes a free agent after the next season? That's going to be a huge question when you're already – I mean, you're paying $50 million to Steph Curry as a guard. You're going to be paying $25 million to, to Jordan, Jordan Poole, Poole as a guard. And then you're going to pay another $50 million to Clay Thompson <laughs> yeah, as a guard? Pretty unlikely. Clay, Might have man. another fight next preseason. Yeah. Right? Get ready. I don't think Clay runs quite as hot as <laughs> I don't Draymond, think so though. either. <laughs> it's cool, no. man. Take the money, man. It's cool. They should be paying Andrew Wiggins today. Yeah, that's some important money. It should be a happy Thanksgiving for Andrew Wiggins <laughs> getting that Canadian money right now. You got to pay the, that put the money in the turkey? Is that what you do? Yeah, that's a, that's, a that's, the, that's a real turducken. <laughs> money in a turkey. What's All a turducken? Right. A duck in a turkey, right? And... and some... I don't know where the chicken factors in, but it, there's a, yeah, there's chicken, three. duck, and turkey. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> John Madden special. He loves. I don't know if he did, but I think... <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah he definitely did. Yeah, <laughs> throw like a hundred legs on there. Yeah, yeah. All right, next oh, question. <laughs> uh, this is a fun one. Toughest team to predict. And it was great that we did the over-unders last week because we went through every team and we looked at their lines and debated a few of them. And I thought there were some that, like, all of us were even like, I, I don't know, this team can win 25, 30 games or maybe it all, like, hits right and they're, like, flirting with 50 or something like that. So, Trey, you got to start on this one. Which, which squad are you, like, you're, you're grappling with? There's two teams, I think, that are almost unfair to pick for toughest team to predict. The Nets and the Clippers. It doesn't feel right. right to me to be able to choose one of those because the Nets are just so confusing. Yeah. The Nets could win 75 games this year if they all decided, <laughs> hey, we're playing every game as hard as we possibly can. They would be great. That's not going to happen. We also don't know if their team is going to look the same on opening night as it does at the start of the postseason. The Clippers, it's just a matter of who's healthy when. Um, so the team I'd rather talk about is the Hawks because right. I think they're going to be good. But it's a question of like how good can they actually be to me because – Obviously, the offense is going to be good. It was good last year. Finished second in the league in efficiency. There will be fit issues bringing in another guard, DeJounte Murray, alongside Trey Young. But that probably helps Trey Young in the long term once they get everything figured out. The defense will obviously be better as well with Murray hunting the passing lanes and taking the best perimeter defender out there. 
I don't know exactly how good they can be defensively, but middle of the pack. And they're a very good top four looking kind of team in the Eastern Conference. The question is going to be, can Clint Capella get back to where he was during the 21 season? Because last year he was way, way slower coming off an injury. DeAndre Hunter has been there. And then he's not been there. He has a 30-point game, and then he has a 7-point game. He hasn't been super reliable. Same with Bogdan Bogdanovich, also dealing with some health questions right now. Okongwu seems ready to step up. I think he's going to be a key piece for the Hawks going forward. But I don't know. The Hawks sometimes, to me, are not quite as good as the sum of their parts. It doesn't always add up to me. And now they're throwing another player into the mix who gets the ball a lot more than a Kevin Herter did in the past. So I think the Hawks could and probably should challenge for home court in the Eastern Conference, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if they're still in the 7-8 zone yeah. of the play-in tournament. That's a good one. Yeah, it is a great one. And you mentioned the Hawks number two in their in the offense uh, rankings last year. No one's really talking about if DeJounte Murray sort of takes away from that a little bit. As good as a player as he is, you know, just the fact that Trey had the ball in his hands the entire time. I think they'll drive, and I'm, I took them for the over. But I just wonder what it does on that end. I think DeJounte will add more on the defensive end than take away on the offensive end. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like like Trey said, a lot of good parts. How do they drive? But I think even their their couple games uh, in Dubai, they look like they had a bit of an attitude. I know it's the preseason, but DeJounte Murray just does that to your defense. And I think, I think, you know. That's what happened during the, this offseason. John J. Murray became like a, an asshole. Became a prick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All these uh, pro back and forth. Yeah. Give him a little edge, maybe. But <laughs> I, I, They're calling him DJ as far as spicy mustard. Great nickname. Dijon, sure. <laughs> yeah. But they're going to DJ. Too short. <laughs> Too short. Give him Dijon. Yeah. Give him mustard. Hit him with the hot dog. I think he helps out <laughs> defensively just in terms of their attitude night in, night out because they were just so lax last year. Mm-hmm. I think he will help in that regard. Okay. Uh, I lo- that's a great pick. It is they're, a very good very pick. tough. Do you have another team, or is that yours as well? Well, I, listen, I don't want to talk about the Nets either. The Nets is it's wrong because who knows what they do. But if you go back to last February, we're sitting right here. We said the fit with Ben Simmons is better than the fit with James Harden when that trade happened. And it could. It could be good. And, and even just before that, if we go back to January 22nd, they were number one in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> That's funny to think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For 45 <laughs> games last year, they're first in the East, and what shook them was the KD injury. But I don't buy them as a top four seed. So that's it's it's right. it's the the number one option in the NBA GM survey as the toughest team to predict, and that's a hundred percent true. Because you think they legit could win sixty games, if not more, talent wise, and then they could win. They could be a five hundred team, basically. Talent wise, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't think they're running through walls for each other ba- based on what happened this summer, Kyrie and KD. So I don't yeah. I don't think they're gonna fight their way. They, they could easily talent wise they could get them sells to fifty. I I can't say the the number sixty. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. Can't do it. Okay. Can't do it with the Brooklyn Nets. But yeah, that's a real tough one. Uh, there are other great ones. I think the Grizzlies at fifty six wins last year, a, a huge number. Uh, I I wonder how much that's going to fall off because their expected win total is way under that with basically the same roster. Uh, they lost Kyle Anderson, and the the question is how much Jaron Jackson Jr.'s absence really affects them. Yeah. But how important is he? Especially considering what they did without John Morant last year when they were 20-5 and five without their best player. Yeah, that's wild. And they're young. Why can't they be better as a unit? Why can't they be a little bit more mm-hmm. polished? Why can't they be a little bit more solid? If John Morant is healthy, why can't they win a 50-plus? So I think it's a little difficult to predict. And then and then the Zion one. I mean, that's the that's a huge Just one. Just a massive wild card. Yeah. A that's, that's a big range. The Pelicans, though. Yep. Yeah. Um, but that's, good, that's a good point. I mean, if he play, if he's playing back to playing like he was for that very small window where he was healthy, and like they were a good team last year, especially near the end after the trade, bringing in McCollum and Nance, then uh, yeah, they could be something special. I'll add the Blazers to the mix. I just, I feel like I'm higher on the Blazers than most people. I've seen them like ranked as low as like 11th in the Western Conference. Uh, I just. I hate to bet against Dame, a healthy Damian Lillard, and they tried to at least bring in pieces to help a defense, which has always been garbage. The Blazers have finished 30th, 29th, and 28th in the last three seasons in uh, in defense. So they just need to like, just play average defense and they would be a really solid team. But I like Jeremy Grant on that end. Gary Payton the second obviously is huge. Um, I just... I don't like to I don't like to bet against some guys and Lillard when healthy is one of them. I know last year obviously doesn't play. They're 27 and 55. They totally lean into the tank. They get sharp out of it. Who could be a player for them uh, as they move forward? But I remember when the Blazers uh, Aldridge left them and people were saying, "Well, the Blazers are done. 
they'll be uh, like a 25 win team and they like were far from that because they're led by Lillard and he just like you know you it's foolish to underestimate him I think so I just find them confusing you know uh, are That's they fair. are they are they better than your Lakers and and your Pelicans and teams like that? Or are they not even close? Because some people say no, 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 they won't. But yeah. That's uh that's my my list. What will the vibes be in Portland? Like they have a couple hard work working guys like Josh Hart uh, and Jeremy Grant that can maybe yeah. you know elevate that defense. Yeah. Uh, but the West is just so tough. So it's 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 a good one. I wonder what their ceiling is. What is the, what is their ceiling? Forty five. I guess. I think that'd be a great season. Be a good season. Yeah. 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 That's a high ceiling. Uh, um, one other. Sorry. Yeah. Let me throw one more in here because I, I checked out the NBA.com GM survey. <laughs> uh, and there are a couple votes for the 76ers as the toughest team to predict. Hmm. Get out of here. How bad can the 76ers be? Right. 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 They've got freaking Joel Embiid and they've got a better supporting cast. How bad can. What's their, what's their floor? 45 in a bad situation? I think that might that, be. That might be the GM's like. They could lose in the first round series. That would yeah. be terribly disappointing. And so maybe it's less to do with actually the regular season. It's a real who wins the West type situation. Is it a number one seed? <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I, I hear you. Like, okay. I don't like know a how Harden s- hedge to me. Yeah. Hard, yeah, okay. Yeah. A bit of a Harden hedge, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that. He, he just wasn't the same James Harden that we've seen in the past once he got. Honestly, once he got to Brooklyn and then still in Philadelphia, they don't need Houston finishing second in the MVP voting every single year, James Harden. Uh, but we've seen in the playoffs, Harden's <laughs> shortcomings are pretty well documented yeah. at this point. So I think everybody would expect this to at least be a good regular season team, but they're going to be tough to predict come playoff time. Yeah. I, I would agree on that. Yeah. Okay. I need to put in a nice Harden hedge at the ba- in my backyard <laughs> in the back fence. Because these uh, these condos behind me, they're getting closer and closer. The encroaching, Ooh. so I need a nice big Harden hedge. Gotta get a Harden hedge. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have suggestions, uh, which trees make the best Harden hedge, uh, let me know. Just a bunch of James Harden cutouts with giant beards would be a pretty good way to block. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Block yeah, the you gotta like, trim up the beard every once in a while. Yeah, that sounds yeah. fun. Yeah. Lee, Lee's got nothing to do. Why isn't he putting in a Harden hedge behind your house? <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to him. I about would. It. Lo- I, well, that should be a, one of our videos. Us putting in. A- Hedges. Do you think Lee counts the the back part of my property as a as a country he could visit to uh, play basketball? We'll see. Uh, all right, let's take our first break. Oh, the condo. Oh, Congo. He's going to. Yeah, not, not, not the, the condos. Condo. No, no. Uh, bad, we'll take uh, our first break, and when we come back, we'll look at some uh, of our favorite under the radar off season moves and uh, some of the best and worst New Jerseys that we can expect this year. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Yeah, the boys killed it at Porchfest. Yeah, it was good. It was pretty good. It was their second gig ever, so, uh, you know. And, it, you know, it's it's a great festival, the Porchfest. It was my first time. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you walk by and you, you realize, like, you know, Jackson's 14, the bass player's 15, the guitarist is 15, Lincoln's 16, and the other singer is 17. But... They're, they're children. Yeah. They're children, but they're rocking out. It was great. It was great. Oh, great yeah. fun. What a I range. Mean, what I a went range. nuts when uh, I, I guess I wasn't expecting it. I forgot it was on their set list. Uh, <laughs> Chop Suey, yeah. System of the Down. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was screaming. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I was exactly. I, I wanted to go you off. Chop Suey, oh, I freaking this love that. Chop Suey. It was, they killed it. It was in my head all weekend. Oh, yeah. I was doing it. I nice. was doing it all weekend. It was great. Yeah, you go from one porch where you've got teenagers bopping to another porch, you got 70-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, totally. It was good. It was a lot of fun. fun. Okay, back to the questions here. Uh, our next one, favorite under-the-radar off-season move? With all these questions, by the way, in the stream team, let's hear your answers. Uh, Tass, you know, the three biggest moves were obviously Rudy Gobert to the Wolves, Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs, DeJounte Murray 
to the Hawks, but what about the under-the-radar ones? What was your favorite? Ooh, let's start with the 76ers because we just talked about them. De'Anthony Melton, what a name. What a player. He's 24 years old, and he is a perfect backup in this league. Now, he's only going to get better. I I thought complimenting James Harden with this guy makes so much sense. He was a 40.6% shooter on catch-and-shoot threes. He can be ready. He can fire. Uh, but he can also create. He did that a lot last year. And he led the Grizzlies players with 206 deflections last year, playing only 22 minutes per game. So he does it on both ends. Mm. Along with Daniel House's addition on the Sixers, to me, you may not see much of Matisse Thibel at all. I think you've got great additions around James Harden to shoot, take a lot of pressure off him, and just give him the rest he needs too. Uh, I think there'll be times when... Harden can take, he doesn't like taking games off, but I think he could take a game off because DeAnthony Melton is is solid. I I think he's underrated. You could see him just sort of being a good defensive guard beside James Harden as well to take pressure off him as well. I believe in DeAnthony Melton, D-Melt as they're calling him in camp. Mm. Uh, I I like him as a player. Trey? I think that's actually a really good one. I love uh, what the 76ers did. They've got such a deeper team this year uh, compared to last season going through it with no Simmons. just really kind of submarine their chances at having a, du- a deep team. So what they did, I thought was incredible. Uh, this off season for me, I don't know. This is almost a, who am I most excited returning from injury, but also a great underrated off season move. John Wall going to the Clippers. I'm just excited to see him play on a good team. The last time we saw John Wall, he averaged 20 points a game, seven assists for a terrible, terrible Rockets team. But it's easy to forget that at least he was productive in his time there uh, with the Rockets, you know, after Harden was traded to the Nets, I suppose, that time. Right. It's hard to keep track of this guy's trades, (laughs) (laughs) unless you're trimming your hedges out back. Uh, But yeah, I'm excited to see John Wall because it feels like he'll play kind of a little bit for the Clippers as well. Reggie Jackson is still probably going to be their number one point guard, but we know Kawhi's going to take some games off. We know Paul George will take some games off. Surely Reggie Jackson will get his rest. There will be times when they need John Wall to be a sort of dynamic playmaker for him. It looks like he may still be able to do it. I don't know. Anything they get from him will be a little bit of a benefit. I love that he was Dougieing in preseason. Yeah. Bringing back the Dougie after 11 years. Great stuff. He looks happy, honestly. Like Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he looks happy. He looks... Excited to be playing for a contender because, you know, the Wizards at the end of his tenure obviously were one of the worst teams in the league with him being banged up and Beal kind of finally starting to seize the reins there. So John Wall actually is going to be playing and he's actually going to be playing for something. I think that's pretty cool. I'm going to go with the uh, Sacramento Kings adding Kevin Herter. Mm. as a bit of an under-the-radar offseason move. For sure. They, they traded Justin Holiday, who I like as a player, Mo Harkless, who then was traded another 10 times, uh, and a future first-round pick. That was it for Herter. Mike Brown, by all accounts, is leaning towards starting Herter, which I actually really like uh, at the two for the Kings. So some shooting around Fox and Sabonis, that makes a ton of sense. And they got another shooter in Malik Monk, because there was a little debate, like, maybe who gets to start there. I think Monk, I like him coming off the bench. He's a bit more of a gunner, and Herter's going to give you a little more defense. And he's not a lockdown defender, but... You know, he looks like a goofy white guy that you're like, ah, oh, we'd kill this guy. You can't. He's big. He's a big boy. He's like six seven. He's big. He, he's, he's smart defensively, um, so he doesn't hurt you. So I just like this move. I like the Kings adding shooting. That helps, especially when Fox, uh, you know, has struggled. He had, what, one good year in his career where he shot the three decently? Uh, and then it's sort of like, uh, that's catered. So uh, I love it. I love the Herder move for that for that little of of. To, to send out, I thought was a really, really slick uh, slick trade there for the Kings. So I'm high on this, this one. You are high on the Kings I'm high on the Kings, general. yeah, you're going to hear some Early October, of course. Yeah, you have Kangs, to be. Kangs, Kangs, They it's, haven't lost. It's almost like uh, they have a, a deep roster. Then when you start thinking about their guard rotation, then Davion Mitchell and Malik Monk will be a, yeah. off the bench there. Keegan Murray likely off the bench uh, if Harrison Barnes... Yeah. And well, Barnes is starting for sure. Burn, They're Barnes. trying to decide who's starting the four yeah. uh, alongside Sabonis, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's there's guys off the bench, but yeah, Herter's, uh he's solid, and hopefully he'll he'll fire away. I hope he just lets well, I mean, it, lets he's it a gr- I mean, he is great 
catch and shoot threes. Like I mean, last season, actually, him and Monk shot exact same, forty one point nine percent on catch and shoot threes. So now they got both those guys. That should help. Well, that's uh, gonna be on then Fox. Uh, Sabonis is a good passer, but it's gonna be on Fox to yep. actually be a playmaker yep. rather than trying to be a scorer out there. Cause playing alongside Trey Young and playing alongside LeBron James, you're getting some good looks that's true. for uh, Herder and Monk. Fox has got to be setting guys up, especially since they are going to actually have shooting around him. I also saw Herder's been wearing a headband. Headband Kevin. I don't know if that's a thing. Is this a but, good uh, thing or a bad thing? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. It looks it looks like a Halloween costume a little bit. It looks like his red hair is attached to the headband. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised to see the King's Team Store selling Herder headbands at some Ooh. point. Yep. Mm. Okay. I'll just throw one more yeah. in here because when we talk about the Timberwolves, everybody talks about Rudy Gobert and their defense. And... Some people wonder, can him and Cat work at the four or five? Are they too slow? And then they hire or hired, they signed another guy whose nickname is Slow Mo and Kyle Anderson. But I think Kyle Anderson is going to actually help a lot defensively. He often takes the other team's best perimeter player, and uh, he's he's just that that guy who's going to work on offense. He's going to cut. D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards will be doing their thing. Kyle Anderson will be moving. I, I think he'll be. Uh, He's always under the radar, but I think he'll mm-hmm. he'll sort of fit seamlessly, just like Bruce Brown in Denver. Oh, you, you were teasing throw, that gotta, early. Got to throw that in there. How many times is he going to cut and Jokic is going to find him? Like a thousand. Yeah, you're getting ready for some like Jokic highlight dimes yeah. with Bruce Brown uh, on the no doubt on the receiving end. No I can doubt. see that. That'll be up on NBA.com. Sick dimes from Jokic <laughs> to Brown. Epic dimes. You don't hear epic as no. a description no, for don't. a dime very often. You see a couple, sick is nice, though. I, you like see a, I saw Schumann was uh, tweeting it out. See a couple that uh, uh, Luka Doncic had? They, did, they weren't assists because the guy, <laughs> they were missing the shots, <laughs> but holy crap, he was throwing some crazy passes. Uh, all right, let's hear from everybody on that one. Under the radar offseason moves, let us know there in the stream team or in the comments or tweet at us at No Dunks Inc. Okay, we always do this one, and there's a lot to pick from. The best... And worst, we can tackle both if you want. New jerseys. Trey, there are a million new jerseys, man. There's a million. We've come, like, to the point where, like, I see a new jersey, like, new statement jersey from, like, whoever, the Blazers, the Suns, and then I have to go, hold on, that's a new jersey? We haven't (laughs) seen that one before? Like, I'm... I felt like that was two years ago. Because they, like, now they're just, like, doing these little Little tweaks, but they say it's a new statement anyway. I mean, seriously, the Blazers, the Clippers, the Suns, the... The Nuggets, the Hornets, the Wolves, the Magic, the Net, the Heat. Like, every, if every team basically has a New Jersey or two. Every team does. Do you have a favorite? Uh, uh, I think there's favorite? a lot to choose from, but not a lot to choose from from best New Jerseys because all in all, an uninspired crop, I would have to say. <laughs> but for me, the best New Jersey is the one we've known about for the longest time, the Wizards Cherry Blossom jerseys. Oh, yeah, that's a long Which one. were announced in March <laughs> because the Nationals were wearing them, but they're not starting wearing them until this year. They're pink. You got the cherry blossoms on the side there, some light blue trim. I really like the ombre look of the shorts there. I like how they released them with Kyle Kuzma, like, <laughs> posing in a... <laughs> I don't know exactly where he's posing. I saw some other ones where he's wearing, like, a very floral suit alongside his Wizards jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. So these, to me, are very, very cool. They relate, um, you know, to the cherry blossoms there in Washington, D.C. These are going to look awesome. Other than that, though, I'm like... <laughs> It's tough. It's tough out here. Too many jerseys. We're having to get new jerseys every single year. It's tough to come up with a good idea every yep. single year. Yeah, and that's why a lot of the new jerseys look similar, like you said. Oh, a ton. The, the, a ton. It's, it's just a, it's a puzzle. You, you literally have to go back and check. Is it slightly different than last year's? Because a lot look different. I do like what the Suns did, Amelia Earhart uh, chiming in here in the stream team. They, those do look good. It's, it's a retro look. Uh, the, the Blazers one. I saw a video when when looking through this. First, I, I googled "best New Jersey," and then I was I was in the state of New Jersey for a while on Google. <laughs> uh, and then and then um, uh, I saw Dame apparently yeah, designed those ones. Yeah, he was a part of the team. Those are cool. Those are cool. Yeah, they're fine. Pinwheel. Yeah. First time they ever had a pinwheel on a jersey. Yeah, they're totally fine. <laughs> Shout out to Pinwheel Empire. But I think um, my favorite ones. Back to Kyle Anderson, the Timberwolves jersey. I think they look. Oh, slick. you like this one? I yeah. thought this one was polarizing. It's a polarizer. I don't, I don't mind it, but I saw some people net fans. I understand the the whole neon thing. Is it part of their color palette? Well, they made it, I guess, last year when they went those all neons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And maybe, it, maybe I'm just happy that they scaled it back. They went 
you know, combined it with their blue. The the lines on the shorts I'm a little puzzled by. I like the line on the jersey, but uh, that's the where shorts... you can cut them. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you zip them off, yeah. You oh, get a shorter wow. short, yeah, that's that's very cool. Great idea. Or you, you can turn them into pants. You add, add on. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm good with those. Okay. I'm definitely good. With I like them. that it says Timberwolves on them. Yeah, because their jerseys just say wolves, and it's like, okay, that's your short name for your team. Why don't you put your real team on here? But. I think the Timberwolves in general need a completely new jersey set, okay. especially now that they are on the upswing. Oh, okay. Interesting. That's fair. Uh, I've got a weird best one, and I think I went with it because at least it's – well, it's ironically not original. It's paying homage to a team from, like, the late 60s, but it's not just one of these ones that you guys are saying, like, you're like, hold on, have we seen that one before, or that's just an old jersey? It's the Rockets going back to their San Diego roots. I think what I like about it is – uh you guys read UniWatch? <laughs> this is basically <laughs> not for the last ten years. <laughs> this is basically UniWatch's logo. I swear to God. Um, but yeah, it's got some Sonics vibes. I think that's what I'm a fan of it. And these are, uh, like I said, paying homage to uh, the time when they were in San Diego. The Houston Rockets were in the late '60s before they came over. I just think Jalen Green looks cool as hell in them too. So. Green and gold is an incredible color combination. Right, right. Mm. These really highlight the package. <laughs> yeah. Green means go for Jalen Green here. So uh, these yeah, are these shorts. are cool. These, in my opinion, I like these. Those shorts are strange. Didn't notice them, but uh, yeah, we had green gold as our high school. Oh, you did. Great. Yeah. Great, Graden, oh, oh my God. Gordon Graden <laughs> was my name of my high school. I get it confused with Graden Gordon. What's Hold what? on, the name of your Gordon school Graydon. was Gordon Graden, and we know a guy named Graden Gordon. That's yeah, very who confusing. stars on No Breaks yeah. every single week with yeah. Trey. That's very Last weird. time he was here, he was wearing golden green as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild stuff, man. Amazing. That's our next video. Graydon Gordon putting on a Gordon Graydon jersey that I still have. I still have that shiny, shiny jersey that does not look as cool as Jalen Green. Doesn't look as cool, but nah, same colors, yeah. Yeah, okay. same. Yeah, that's a, that's just a cool jersey. They did they did well with that. I'm surprised they brought that back. I know until now. I know. I guess I guess it's like why you know it's like uh, San Diego 67 68, but whatever. Maybe because our like team is bad. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. it's time. What were you? Uh, what was your your team? Like, what was uh, your Basketball. mascot? No. Oh, jeez, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, why is this escaping know? me? I mean, the school doesn't exist anymore. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, it was a uh, like Gophers. It'd be cool. Triple G. Yeah, nah. like, I'm trying to think where you triple G. I can't. I honestly can't remember. It wasn't a very prominent. I can't remember. Uh, who who went gone. to school with you? The, somebody in here. Yeah, I was going to say, somebody in the stream team in here. went to school I get with some, some saga love. Uh, Jesus used to go the to the saga the with his family. The Hawks, of course. All right, thank you. What Pizza, Pizza Police won, says What the, an idiot. Hawks, he went there. You know Pizza Police? Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> What's your high school mascot? Rams. Yeah. Hmm, nice. Yeah, yeah. That was the Reapers. Yeah, that's the Reapers, oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sounds sounds very cool, very scary, but guess what? It's a piece of farm equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we're farmers here. Yeah, I saw a, a Plano Reapers photo of you dancing bye bye bye. You yeah, maybe yeah, don't want to mention bye, bye, bye. that. That was of recently. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout big... out to the Reapers. Yeah, shut up. And you had the purple. I do like yeah, that. Purple You're and the white. Kings, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had a similar run of playoffs <laughs> to Sacramento. <laughs> Not true. 1999 finished third in state. Shout out Brad Corn. Yeah. Literally the best player in the history of my high school oh was named Corn. <laughs> <laughs> that that makes sense. Uh, what about worst ones then? Feels you're all, all of them. No, yeah, you don't like kidding. a lot of them, man. Eh? Nah, I see the one you got racked up here. So rack them, sauce them. Yeah, the jazz, These jazz jerseys are brutal, but they're perfect for this team. Not a real team right now. They've right. got the castoffs from a whole bunch of teams, so their jerseys look like a summer league team because they feel a little bit like a summer league team. Yeah, okay. I was more excited for these when I saw them in pictures. I think they look better in pictures, surprisingly, than they do on the court. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, you like the throwbacks there to the, uh, you know, the 90s jazz shirt with the mountains. That's uh, pretty cool. But these other ones, they still feel like they're not done or it's a mistake or they just gave up and they said, yeah, who cares? Um, any other ones? Yeah. I, first, that's probably our most popular TikTok when you talk about those jazz jerseys. So I got to love those jazz jerseys. Mm-hmm. I, it's a summer league vibe, no doubt. But the purple standing on its own will look good on the yeah, court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you. 
I think the other the cryptocurrency San Antonio Spurs ones. That's a <laughs> that's a Sadix. I hate these. I just hate that they say Sadix. I actually really like Sadix. like the, the pattern on the side. I don't like oh, the yeah. state logo there. Yeah, I, I, I but definitely why? love Sadix. I def- <laughs> San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio, Texas. No, yeah, you can't. You, once you say Sadix, I, I, I it would be cool if those were satin. Uh, on the sides, satin patterns, like where they satin, satin next. No, that's not good. Why did I say that? Uh, but I, I could, I could see, I, like those. Are the I, I agree with you. The ribbing or whatever yeah. it's called on both the jerseys and the shorts look cool. Those look like they could get wet and stay soaking wet. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Anyways, okay. they, Whatever they do look. Cool. Okay. Uh, well, best and worst New Jersey. There's a million to pick from. Let us know. Love this next one. Who will make their first All Star game? This is a classic. We've a done classic. this every time we've done burning questions. We've nailed a couple of them correctly. Um, Trey, get us started. Who you got your eye on? I think this is a very tough question. Mm. I'm actually, I've been marinating a medium take here. No first-time All-Stars. Interesting. Well, that's, a, that's quite the take, sir. That's a medium take. Uh, that's just a marinating medium take. There were 28 All-Stars last season. Can you believe that? 28 All-Stars due to injury replacements. Holy crap. Everybody counts as an All-Star. So there was a lot of them. Six first-timers, right. John Morant, Andrew Wiggins, LaMelo Ball, Jarrett Allen, Darius Garland, DeJounte Murray. So, I mean, you're getting Kawhi back. You're getting Lillard back. Paul George will be healthy for the season. Uh, so there's, I mean, there's a lo- there's only technically 12 <laughs> slots on each team. Right. They will get bumped up with, you know, replacements when the season comes around. But you look at the most likely first-timer All-Stars. I think it's got to be Evan Mobley will be in the mix. Ooh. I, wow. I think he's he's got to he's got to have a chance. You know the the Cavs are going to be good. He was right there with Jared Allen as kind of the second All Star from the Cavs last year. I think Jamal Murray and Anthony Edwards will also have chances yep. to make their first All Star game. But you look at Evan Mobley and Anthony Edwards; they're kind of in the same scenario where they're going to have other All Stars on their team already mm-hmm. to the point where maybe for Edwards and Mobley to make the game, they would have to have three All Stars from yeah. the Cavs and Timberwolves. And it's just hard to get three all-stars. So I don't know. I, I kind of feel the same way about like Tyrese Maxey. I think he's got an all-star caliber player, but he will be third in line from the 76ers. Yeah. It's just going to be tough. I will take Evan Mobley as my choice. But like I said, I'm marinating this take here. I think it's reasonable that there's no first-time all-stars this time around. Wow. That would be the first time I assume in a long I time. Yeah, I don't even probably. know when the last time that happened. That's uh, a good one. It's a good point bringing up that there's four injury replacements and they're all young dudes generally. So I went back and I checked out what we did last year. First of all, very depressing. We're all podcasting from home. I know. That caught me by surprise too. Interesting. I life, did see that. Life is much better now. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I had a medium take, I guess, last year as well. I, I picked John Morant, which was a popular pick, oh, but I didn't great. go all in. I just kind of said John Morant. <laughs> John Morant will get there. Beca- because there were just so many good all-stars, so many Western guards that it would be tough for him to take a spot. But I'm going to go with another Western guard. I think it will be Anthony Edwards. It is tough. Gobert and Towns on your team. So you'd have to be You'd have to have three of them, but I think there's, I think there's a chance. More, that's more likely, though, because of Gobert and Towns being both bigs. Mm. So I feel like if the Wolves are exceeding expectations and they have to obviously be winning, that it's you could have a guard in Anthony Edwards who's going to score for 20 a game in all likelihood, and then and then one or two of the bigs. I think that's yeah. more likely, right? Yeah. 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 But and, guard, is like, guard in the Western Conference is one of the toughest spots. It is. That's the other part. Well, it's funny because Mitchell moves east. DeJounte Murray moves east. I mean, Brunson didn't make an all-star team. I mean, he could be a pick in the east, possibly. Um, but, yeah, there's it's still stiff competition because from now until the end of time, you can lock in basically <laughs> Steph Curry, uh, Luka Doncic, and John Morant. Like, it's, mm-hmm. those three are going to be all-stars, uh, you know, unless they yeah. got injured in the first couple of games. And then it's... Plus the sun. There's a couple suns. You know, Chris Paul, maybe he's getting to the end of that, but Devin Booker, he's basically a lot. Lillard is back... Uh, mm-hmm. In theory, Clay Thompson is always still like a bit of a wild card. Like if the Warriors have a great record, and then you know, even I think even someone like C.J. McCollum, if the Pelicans are are uh, mm-hmm. you know as good as we think they might be, it's expand tough. the rosters. No, don't no. do it. Uh, but I, I think there's a chance that Rudy Gobert doesn't make it. We've seen it in the past where he's been sort yeah. of a borderline All Star. And Anthony Edwards is, I, I believe in the the year three bump. We see you know good players go to great. I believe in the. 
I just believe in the dude. You see him step up in the postseason. The 10 pounds of muscle, I don't think is fake muscle. I think he has been uh, – he's been working, and you'll get that classic three year three bump. But the Jalen Brunson one is interesting because he oh, could be the only list. guy. I, I think Jalen Brunson or R.J. Barrett. Like a yeah. Knicks representative is not that far-fetched. No. I don't think. But – Brunson's hurt with, you know, Mitchell and Murray heading over there and stuff like that. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I had Anthony Edwards. I, I do sort of believe in that one. Of course, I wrote down De'Aaron Fox, uh, who, you know, hasn't made an all-star game and has had numbers, uh, at least in chunks, that look great. But they have to win, so it all comes down to that. Yeah, that, that, you actually now saying Mitchell, Mobley would have to overcome that as well. I know he's yep. in yeah. a different position. So Garland, Mitchell, and then Jared Allen was an all-star, yeah. too. It's very, very difficult. But, but Mobley's working on his game, too. I think we'll see him expand the creating on his own type game. That guy's got skills. What about, this is crazy because I think they're going to be the worst team in the league, but what if he has incredible stats? A Tyrese Halliburton. What if he's like DeJounte Murray-like stats there with that year he made it? You he know? could be a replacement. Yeah. I think that's yeah. uh, the ceiling this year is injury replacement. I'm surprised I haven't heard of Scotty Barnes from you guys yet. Yeah. <sighs> Slow it down. Slow it down. Uh, yeah. yeah, he could be in the mix for sure. It'd be for amazing. Sure. We'll see. He could he could he could overtake somebody like Fred, mm-hmm. who was there last year. But you know, Paskey's got a. I think there's still a pecking order. I think yeah. Pascal yeah. should be the number one. But then, yeah, Fred, you'd have to have a second Raptor, I think, mm-hmm. and it could be Scotty for sure. But yeah, we all want to lower the expectations a little bit mm. for this 50 win team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're gonna do it. All right. Always one of my favorite questions. Uh, first time All-Star, let us know who we forgot and who you want to make the case for there in the stream team in the comments below. Got to take one more break, but when we come back, uh, we're talking returns we're excited for and uh, some random players who could score 50 points in a game this season. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Reddick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash or Paolo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Okay, the burning questions continue here. Whose return are you most excited for? Feels like there's three, maybe four, if you want to throw Lillard in the mix. Yeah, you know, Ben Simmons, Kawhi, ones. Jamal Murray, but who, are, or maybe someone else. Who are you most hyped about? I'm most hyped about Zion. Oh yeah, no doubt. Oh, Zion. Yeah, I forgot. No. One with a bullet. <laughs> one with a bullet. I, 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 yes, yes, for sure. Because of the ceiling on that guy, I, I'm, I'm buying the preseason dominance, mm-hmm. the cut shoulders, the big earrings. He feels confident in, in. In every single way, he looks so freaking good. I, and, yeah, I just, I'm just buying it. I, the fact that the Pelicans were comfortable enough to sign him to that huge extension, the longing looks uh, from David Griffin in the preseason at Zion and C.J. McCollum, the team that he's created. I'm all in right now. Yeah. I'm loving it. I'm excited to see what this very, very unique player can do on the floor. We'll start there because there are other ones, as you said. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. I just saw people too when we were trying to predict who will be a first time All Star. So I saw some people saying Zion, he's got to be a lock. Zion already was an All Star, yeah. which is so oh, wow. weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was an All Star already. Uh, so you got to take him off the board. That's a good. That's a great one. I, I love that he's coming back in theory too. That it, to a team that not is not like a 21 
twenty win team, you know, like you mm-hmm. know, like where you're like, oh, let's see if he can get him in the play. Like there's there's expectations, which can be scary, but like they Pelicans down the stretch were really, really good. And obviously put up a fight against the Suns, and so now you throw Zion in that mix, man. They should be awesome. So. His first return was awesome, too. It feels yeah. like forever ago yeah. when he came back and made four threes. He's made 12 cents, which yeah. I think is hilarious. Yeah. But that first Zion game was a, a spectacle. Yeah. I assume the same will be the case. So, yeah, they're going to be awesome to watch. I'm excited to see Kawhi on the court again. I think it's hilarious that this guy's under the microscope, like, catching scrutiny. People are calling into question if he deserved winning finals MVP to the point that Zach Lowe had to completely refute it. Did you watch Kawhi Leonard in the finals? Yeah, the, the guy was the best player on the court, yeah. and he was hurt. Not to mention the last time we saw him for the Clippers, 30 a game on basically 60, 40, 90 in the playoffs. <laughs> Insane stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I can't wait to see Kawhi. I hope he plays. I mean, Tass has told me 15 back-to-backs for the Clippers. <laughs> that takes him down to 67 games max at this point. So we're probably only getting about 60 games of Kawhi. Mm-hmm. But as long as he's good to go come playoff time, it's all good. I can't wait to see him. I forgot that he was limping around that whole postseason. He was in nineteen. Yeah, in nineteen. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he was had the team on his back the entire postseason. Obviously, yeah, and it's fun for Raptors fans too because you can compare him and his tree trunk legs to Scotty Barnes to some degree. I know it's a little oh, far fetched. It's far fetched. It's far fetched. <laughs> you, you were just tempering expectations yeah, in the last. The block. body looks the same. <laughs> Bully ball was happening this summer for Scotty Barnes. I know it's early in his career, but you can you can see it. Mm-hmm. Squint and you could see it. I, I will throw Lillard in the mix. I mean, I already talked about the Blazers. Tough team to predict. But, you know, he wasn't there for a majority of last season. And when when he's on, you know, he's always a guy that on any given night could pop off for 50, which is a nice segue into our next question. Mm. And I'm going to ask two different variations of it. First player to score 50 in a game. Who is it? And then we'll get to random guys, you know? Like, just realistically... Try and call your shot here. Who will be the first player to score 50 in a game? Go ahead. This might feel a little random, but Anthony Davis. Whoa. Huh. Whoa. Yeah, you could. You could see it. You could almost put that on the random list. You yeah. could. You could, but, yeah. Wow. You know, very much like a Kawhi, this guy has a, a very, very high level of play, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was could have been named the, the 2020 Finals MVP if things went a little bit differently. And the Lakers need scoring. So I think that's part of my my calculation here. Out there, obviously, Braun's going to score and Westbrook's going to score. But LeBron's going to want to give it up to Anthony Davis. This could be a situation where Davis shoots you know, 40 times right. in, in a game. Or at least and gets this would that. be a game in theory that he lives at the free throw line. Part of it, yeah. Hits but, you know, 19 or whatever, yeah. But he's got the chip on his shoulder. There will be some good games from Anthony Davis early, I think. Okay. Uh, quick trivia question. How many players went for 50-plus last year? There's a big number, I think. Yeah, take, just take a while. Ooh, double I, digits. I go double, double digits. Right? Double digits? 11. A little higher. 14 players. And then there were... This will be the second part of it. Can you name the four guys that did it more than once? Ooh. One guy did it three times. Steph. Curry? Curry did not do it more Embiid? than once. No. Who else would have been... Yeah, was be scored more than once. No, no, no. Was no. LeBron James. LeBron James did it twice. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, uh, it wasn't. You can get all these, but the one there's maybe one that's difficult. Not a Jokic, cat. No, he did. He did sixty, but uh, yeah. this guy did a sixty and then Trey Young. No, this guy did a sixty and uh, and then had another fifty, and he's uh he gets the people talking. <laughs> people have a lot to say about this guy. It's unfortunate we talk about everything else about this guy. And, you know, if you just focus on the basketball, it would be pretty amazing. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, yeah. Yep. He had a 60-point game last That's year. Right. I forgot about that. That's right. And then uh, two other you know, scorers, guys. Uh, Luca. No. Durant. Durant did, did it three up? times, mm. which I had forgotten about. And then one more guy. He went to the finals. So it's not Curry. Jason Tatum. Yep, twice. Nice. There you go. Only one random guy, I would say, scored 50 last year. Sadiq, Sadiq Bay. Bay. Yeah. That's the only real random one out there. My first player to score 50 points in a game, Joel Embiid. Okay, I like Opening it. night. Whoa! First game of the season yeah. against the, the Celtics. Yeah. Wow. Who's going to guard him? Al Horford? Not this year. <laughs> Joel Embiid led the league in scoring <laughs> last year. That's messed up. Luke Cornett. <laughs> Getting his way. Okay, so big guys. We got Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid. I'll give. I'll go with a guard for my first player. He flirted with fifty a couple times last year. Devin Booker. He went for forty nine in a high scoring game versus the Nuggets last year, and he had forty eight and thirty five minutes versus the Spurs. Put me down for a fifty burger at least uh, early. I guess I'm saying in the season. But let's get to the 
let's get to the random players. That's that's the real fun here. <laughs> Who do you have, Tess? Well, to tie it into our last question of player you're excited to see their return and the player you've always picked for your 50-point random <laughs> game. MSR says, I'm excited to see Tim Hardaway Jr. return, and you were always yeah. picking him as your random yep. 50. So is he going to do it again? No, I'm out. Oh, you're And out. now I'll be out, and he'll do it. So watch. Oh, good. Uh, no, good. Yeah. That's nice of you to do it. Yep. I'm going Jordan Poole. Ooh, good Ooh. one. Good one. Never like had a 40-point game. Yeah, so I think it's random enough, but he's got the sure. abilities to do it. And the boys will be chilling. The, the big boys at some point. You know, they're bringing Clay along slowly. Steph's going to need a break. He'll be, you know, with the towel cheering on Jordan Poole as he gets a scorching Right. Hot. He'll be the type of guy to gun for it, for sure, too. I like that part. If it gets close, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you're going Poole. Who you got? It feels a little like cheating to me because I don't think he'll be a random player once uh, his career is over. But give me Jalen Green. Scoring 50-plus this that's, year. Yeah, that's fine. He had 41 last year against the Hawks. Obviously, I'm not a great defensive team, but you got to play against some bad defense. Uh, mm-hmm. And this was in April, you know, where the games don't matter quite as much. Certainly not to the Rockets, but he's a great scorer. It looks like he's bulked up a little this year. All the shots in the world will be available to Jalen Green. So maybe he'll be wearing the green and gold when he does it. Ooh, San Diego. <laughs> First San Diego Rocket to ever score 50 in a game. That's probably not true. <laughs> There's probably somebody out there. Did, did Elvin Hayes ever do it? I'm not yeah. sure. I don't even know if he played for San Diego. Uh, is Desmond Bain random enough? Oh, that's random. That's random, yeah. right? Random. That's a good random. Career high I checked, only 34. Oh, that's random. So for him to get to 50, <laughs> oh, obviously random. a hell of a jump. Um, But I go with him because he is an incredible three-point shooter. He shot 44% on about seven attempts per game last year. Now, I just like, unlike a Jalen Green, unlike a Jordan Poole, is Desmond Bain wired to go for 50? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, he seems too, like... Just uh, too mature. <laughs> I feel like you just be like, nah, that's good. I'm good with 40. I'm yeah. going to sit on the bench now. Uh, but why not? I'm, I'm banking on a Sadiq Bay because he hit 10 threes, I think, in that 51-point game against the Magic. So I need Bain to pop off for 10, 11 threes and get you close to 50. Yeah. Pool, I like these picks. Pool, Jalen Green, Bain. Who else you got? Random players to go for 50. Come on, Mr. TD. You must be joking here in the stream team. Austin Reeves. Uh, there's a <laughs> Stefan Vasilev, Tyler Hero. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Be a surprise what's, what's his career high? He's probably in the high 30s, right? Yeah. yeah. Jack King with an Anthony Simons. Woo! Wow, wow. He had some monstrous with games Dame, when Dame was okay. out. Okay. Yeah, so it does change. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's Kevin Porter Jr. Hello. Uh, going for 50. He did that, didn't he? He had a 50-point wow. game, I think, I think he uh, did. Two years during ago. the 1920s season, That maybe? sounds yeah. oddly familiar that he did. Wow. Yeah. That's, that, okay, do that, it again. That's a random. Still be random enough, yeah. Yeah. 2021. Yeah. Franz Wagner yeah. from Will Chan? Franz uh, there, Wagner. There's a chance. A great call. There's a chance. He had a mid-30 game in the uh, Eurobasket. Although it's a different game. Yeah. He got hot. Quicker game. Shorter as in time, yeah. <laughs> yes, quicker, shorter. You're yeah. right. I could have went with shorter as well. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like quicker, I thought you meant like <laughs> uh, like speed. Speed. Yeah, I wouldn't say Sp- that. Nah. But uh, <laughs> the time of the game is definitely shorter. forty. These number. These guys are putting up big numbers in Eurobasket. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's call it there. We got a lot more season previews uh, still to come. Get your No Dunks merch over at NoDunks.com. Get your questions and comments in NoDunks at theAthletic.com. Get yourself an athletic subscription. Uh, I mean. Our Warriors beat writers, like, just every article. I was consuming every article about Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Uh, I really recommend the Marcus Thompson, the second one. I thought that was mm-hmm. really, really well done. But go check that out. Athletic.com slash no dunk. Get yourself an athletic subscription as we start the NBA season here. Leave us those five-star ratings and reviews wherever you listen and download no dunks. New no bunts coming up later today though you said we're changing the name of it I thought because everybody's bunting suddenly <laughs> what's that- going on San Diego <laughs> Juan Soto was trying to bunt for a hit and we had a, a Nola an Austin Nola bunt a couple guys over a sacrifice bunt two bunts last night okay so a little wild card roundup I'm going to be jumping on with Tassie yeah, today to, uh, it's to, a fun uh, weekend yeah Get all depressed about the fun Blue Jays. Those Mets blowing. lose, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you fools. Yeah. You yeah. absolute fools. <laughs> hey, MLB, the defending champs should get to play in primetime. Ooh, the Braves have got uh, rough games, do they? Oh. Day games? Yeah, I don't know if Bud Seelig's watching. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know he's retired from the game. Oh. Uh, Rob Manfred, you think he's watching? No chance. He's got bigger things on his plate, like scheduling the Atlanta Braves playing at 1 o'clock, their first game of the playoffs. And then Wednesday. 
ridiculous. Done a little dirty as well. A 4.30 start when there's only two games on the slate. You can kind of understand the first one because there's one, four, seven. Sure, five. sure. So they're Somebody's separate. Somebody's got to get it, yeah. But Trey's saying as defending champs, yeah, the Braves right, get the right, pick. Yeah. Should be the Yankees who play at 1 o'clock. There you go. You're not, you're not wrong. Wow. You are not wrong. They didn't there's a division, big, did they? Big they city did. bias. Yeah, they did. But uh, <laughs> unfortunately, they did. <laughs> big city bias, no doubt. No right. doubt in baseball. Let's. BSB. That's why I'm all over the Guardians, Cleveland Guardians. That's my team going. Oh, forward. after the Jays embarrassed <laughs> themselves and shot oh, the bed and gave up yeah, what well, an eight was, run lead or what was that? Anyway, just seven. Just seven. Just seven. That's all right. <laughs> a touchdown, not a two point. <laughs> all right, so no bunts. One p.m. Eastern today here in the No Dunks podcast and YouTube feed. We're back tomorrow though at 10 a.m. Eastern to answer more burning questions. Uh, we'll talk about the most overrated team or players heading into the season, which team will finish with the worst record. I feel like there's some candidates there. And uh, a couple of award-based questions, MVP and Rookie of the Year. We'll tackle all that tomorrow. Until then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, 10 a.m. Eastern tomorrow, 7 a.m. Pacific. We're starting on time again. That's on me. This year, this season, I'm talking it into existence. You were, you were here mad early today. I know. You beat me. Why were you guys here so early? That's I thought, what we always do. That's We're <laughs> always sitting here for 20 minutes waiting for you. Like, I'm on, quote unquote, sort of on time. But you guys are here early. If you're not early, you're not on time, as they say. Embrace the day, people.